0: Everybody come get get your bounce on, get your bounce on, get your bounce on.
1: Come on. Yep, you know what time it is. Come on, it's Friday. It's a good day. It's a great day. Come on, it's a blessed day. We're going to start it out right. Listen, it's a good day. It's a blessed day. It's an acceptable day. It is the day of the Lord. It's a beautiful day in God's neighborhood. So babe, what does that make it?
2: A brighter day.
1: Come on, you you better give yourself a hand. You, you started off all right. Come on, you making me real happy, real proud right now. Listen, she said it best is a beautiful day in God's neighborhood, and she hit the cue right on a Friday. That means it's really a brighter day. Come on now. Listen, if yesterday was a bit dark and gloomy, know that today God is thinking of you truly. Listen, this is Prophet Jay.
2: Prophet, is me.
1: And this is Brighter Days in the Morning. I'm just one half of the Brighter Day Morning Show. Guess what? All by myself. I'm not that good flying solo, but I tend to think we make a dynamic duo. We like two peas in a pod, not twins, more like twigs. We give you something sweet, but some real substance in the mix. That means you got to chew on what you heard and what you learned. And guess what? It's always Christ's perspective. And listen, I just said Christ's perspective. (laughs) Sound like Elmer Fudd. Always Christ's perspective. And we apply it with the word. Listen. We simply are a voice to provoke and inspire, but to cause an awakening in you, listen, that's our greatest desire. That awakening brings life, and when we speak, we are speaking the keys to life. This is inspiration360radio.com, home of inspiration.
2: Motivation.
1: And transformation. So listen, it's a blessed day.
2: It's a great day, y'all.
1: It's a good day, and we always say, this is the best part because we start off with prayer, and we end with prayer, and we always say, If you didn't get a chance to go before the Lord this morning, and guess what? I'm simply opening an open invitation to you to join us for a moment of prayer. Where we go before the Lord, where we thank Him for what He's done. Not to just go before the Lord, because many times, too many times, we go before the Lord with petitions, with requests, with an urgent need, with something that we need. Before we even stop to acknowledge Him and just say thank you for allowing me to breathe today. Because I can breathe. Many aren't breathing but i can say i can breathe today, and i can say anybody under the sound of my voice you're breathing today as well so listen we're going to take a moment to go before the lord in prayer and babe if you don't mind if you can just take us to the throne if you don't mind listen and i'm gonna start off by saying is this friday and it's a good day we're gonna remember we're gonna remember george floyd we're gonna remember many of, uh, of god's people many people that have been uh served injustice. We're going to remember them and let me tell you i'm gonna make it my mission this is my mission anyway but i'm gonna make it my mission to always bring awareness to uh to god's people so they can see and even for people that can't quite see i'm gonna keep proving that this is what really goes on and it's time for us to be be awake it's time for our eyes to be open as there's a great awakening and revival that's coming to the land guess what god is trying to open our eyes to see some things And anything that we can do, we're going to help open the eyes of men and women everywhere because we need to see what's going on in this day's time. So listen, uh, Providence, you can go before the Lord in prayer. Uh, We're going to start this day off right.
2: Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, we just say good morning, Lord. Father, we just thank you for this wonderful day. Father God, we come before you and we ask that you'll forgive us of all our sins, O God. Father, anything that we have done that have not been pleasing in thy sight, father we ask for your forgiveness father we ask this morning oh god and we thank you god that we are alive in the land of the living father we thank you it's by your grace and your mercies oh god so father continue oh god to move by your spirit oh god we thank you god for all the things that are happening oh god and father help us to have an attitude of gratitude even in the midst of everything oh god even in the midst of the chaos Father, we thank you, God, that what the enemy meant for evil, God, you will turn it around for our good. And Father, even in these times, oh God, we see, oh God, a tragedy even being turned around. We see things are are happening. We see in countries and people of all nationalities coming together, standing in unity for justice and for peace in the land. So Father, we bless you this morning, God, and we thank you, God, that their hearts, oh God, are filled with love and filled with compassion oh god in the name of jesus christ and so we bless you god for father we know that united we stand and divided we fall and we thank you god that we will stand in unity stand in peace oh god stand oh god looking beyond the boundary of race oh god looking oh god up to you father because you came and to seek and to save all those that were lost oh god for you said for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whomsoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and father we thank you this morning oh god for the peace of god that surpasses all understanding we thank you god for the peace oh god that you will released oh god unto the families unto every person that is affected by this tragedy in the name of jesus christ father you said your peace oh god you give unto us oh god not as this world give us but But God, we thank you, God, that we can trust in you, oh God, to give us the peace, to secure our mind, to secure our emotions in the name of Jesus Christ. And so we cover everyone under the blood of Jesus Christ. We even pray for those that are protesting, oh God. Father, we're praying that no other life will be lost, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we're praying for the mother, the grandmother, the person at home, oh God, uh, that is grieving, oh God, that is uh, feeling anxiety and stress and worry, oh God, even by what has happened uh, to Joy. Oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we're praying, oh God, that no one, that there'll be no sickness or disease that will come upon them in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, heal the brokenhearted, cover them under the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, wipe the tears away, oh God, give them strength on today in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, remember your people, oh God, as they're going through a difficult time, oh God, help them, oh God, those that are grieving, those that are mourning, oh God, those that are just feeling the hit, oh God, and the trauma of this situation. And Father God, we're praying this morning, oh God, even though that George could not breathe, we're praying, oh God, that they can breathe and make a difference in the earth in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, continue to give us strategic ideas, oh God, uh, how to get up, how to protest, how to uh, get lost, to change, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that this thing, oh God, will not take anyone out silently in the name of Jesus, that high blood pressure, stroke, heart attack, anything, oh God, will not take out your people in the name of jesus christ but father help us to rise up oh god because we are a strong people in the name of jesus christ that we will rise up to the occasion oh god that we will sign petitions oh god that we will do whatever it takes oh god even as we march on the streets oh god as we begin to decree and declare oh god injustice in the land in the name of jesus christ and so father god in the midst of chaos we're praying for your peace this morning for you said according to john 16:33, i have said these things to you that in me you may find peace you may have peace in the world you will have tribulation but take heart and we have overcome the world you have overcome the world in the name of Jesus Christ now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all time in the way the Lord be with you this morning in the name of Jesus Christ he will keep you in perfect peace who mind is stayed on him because you trust in him we trust in the name of the Lord we trust in the name of the Lord in the name of Jesus the Bible says blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the sons of God in the name of jesus christ according to matthew 5 9 if possible so far as it depends on you live peaceably with all in the name of jesus christ and let the peace of christ rule in your hearts to which indeed you are called in one body and be thankful casting all your anxiety we come against the spirit of anxiety we come against the spirit of fear we come against the spirit of hatred and malice and bitterness and rage and anger this morning in the name of jesus christ casting all your anxiety on him because he cared for you in the name of Jesus Christ so father we come before you this morning to pour out our worries and our anxieties and our fears and our in our disbelief oh God at your feet oh god father we're claiming and we're declaring oh god your promises for the blessings oh god we're asking oh god that you would give us all strength oh god to handle this situation oh god in a peaceably and a reasonably matter god even as his family oh god is asking for peace in the name of jesus christ father bring peace into our soul that surpasses all of our understanding oh god not as the world oh god in the name of jesus christ so father we're asking this morning that you will cover oh God all of our mind under the blood of Jesus Christ father give us the strength oh God that we will not allow the enemy God to creep in oh God for the Bible says he come to kill to steal and destroy but you come to give us life and that more abundantly and so father God in the midst oh God as we're crying out for justice as we're doing what we need to do father give us the grace oh God to continue to stand oh God that we will continue to press forward oh God like never before father we're praying for the protesters all over the globe all over the world from Africa, oh God, to Europe, oh God, to every place, oh God, where people are seeing the injustice that happened in the United States of America. Father, bless them indeed, oh God. Give them strength, oh God. Give them the grace, oh God. Father, help their grieving hearts, oh God. Cover us all under the blood, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, we need you this morning, oh God. We need your strength, oh God. We need your peace. We need your love, oh God. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father. Father, we're in need, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, So strengthen our hearts and our spirits this morning, oh God, even the fatigue, oh God, the constant, oh God, reminder of what happened in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, let his name never be forgotten, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, remember his daughter, remember his siblings, remember his entire family, God. Continue to give them the grace that they need, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for everyone that is stepping up, oh God, and providing support and pouring into, oh God to different funds oh God even to make sure his daughter go to college oh God in the name of Jesus father continue to bless them enlarge their territory expand their borders in the name of Jesus Christ father we thank you that you are Jehovah Jireh you are our provider you're our way maker you are our miracle worker you're the bomb in Gideon in the name of Jesus Christ and father we thank you God that you are your love your healing your grace oh God will be upon your people this morning continue to surround us almighty God we bless you oh God and we give your name the praise oh God we thank you for your abundant mercy and your grace and your faithfulness towards us in the name of Jesus Christ so father continue oh God to release your peace in our minds our body our soul and our spirit oh God we want to be healed oh God we want to be healed oh God from this thing in the name of Jesus God but we want to see justice oh God justice in the land oh God and father we thank you God that even his life oh God has bring about exposure oh God to all the wickedness in the land in the name of Jesus Christ and father we thank you God that you said there's a time and a season for everything oh God in the name of Jesus Christ so father God let us embrace the time of grieving oh God the time of frustration in the name of Jesus Christ but God we thank you God that there's a time when their justice will be served oh God in the name of Jesus Christ we're thanking you In advance oh God that there was justice that there's gonna be a time oh God when things will begin to turn around oh God as our voices are being made known oh God that we will not be silenced anymore but we will begin to seek oh God we'll begin to speak up like never before we'll begin to march we'll begin to oh God our voices will not be silent like his voice was shut down in the name of Jesus Christ so father we bless you on this morning oh God we thank you God that you are the Prince of Peace you are the bright and morning star you're the light of the tribe of Judah in the name of Jesus Christ God I pray for the youth and the young adult I pray for every young boy and every young girl oh God oh God that have seen this oh God that their hearts are crying out this morning Father heal and touch their hearts oh God there's so many young black men so many young black girls even the whites oh God so many people coming together in unity Father this is a different day and it is a different time, oh God. And it is true, Father, oh God, that people are coming together. And they are realizing, oh God, that this is wickedness and this is evil, oh God. And I thank you, God, that there is unity amongst different nationality, God. That they're looking, oh God, to see, oh God, that there has been an attack on the black race and on the black men, oh God. And there are so many, oh God, that are behind bars that have been accused falsely. And so we even pray for them, oh God. We're praying for this system of evil oh God in the name of Jesus Christ we're praying for every black man that have struggled all their life oh God that they felt oh God that they had no way to progress in life oh God because of the restriction because of the hatred oh God towards them in the name of Jesus that they haven't been able to be good fathers they haven't been able to be proper providers oh God because they have been a restraint on them God they couldn't go forward in life they couldn't get good education they can't even get a good job in the name of Jesus Christ. But Father, we're praying, oh God, that things will begin to turn around, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, that they will be given the same opportunity as their counterpart, that they will give the same, they will be given the same opportunity to be successful, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. And so Father, we're praying, in the name name of jesus christ father be it unto us oh god according to your will oh god and father god let there be a supernatural change let there be a shift in the land and in the nation oh god father wash this nation oh god of the prejudice of the hatred oh god so many bloodshed so many lies lost in the name of jesus christ so many things happen behind the scene that we have no idea about so many people being persecuted so many people being beaten oh god it will shake in the name of Jesus Christ God we're praying this morning oh God that the hatred in the land will be washed away father that our voice will be heard on high like never before oh God let us sound the alarm oh God hallelujah in the name of Jesus Christ like a watchman on the wall let us sound the alarm in the name of Jesus Christ I pray oh God that people will begin to rise up even a corporate America that they will begin to sound the alarm sound the alarm oh God of the injustice oh God even with salary differences sound the injustice in the healthcare system oh God sound the alarm in the schools sound the alarms oh God in our community sound the alarms in the grocery stores sound the alarms oh God of racial injustice in the land in the name of Jesus Christ in different department stores that you're going oh God where you're being monitored because of your color in the name of Jesus Christ father let the alarm be sound oh God that there is racial injustice in the land and it is targeted towards the black people in the name of Jesus Christ. Father sound the alarm. We're sounding the alarm this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. we're We're sounding the alarm. We're sounding the alarm. We're sounding the alarm like a watchman on the wall in the name of Jesus Christ that there is so much discrimination. There is so much racism. There's so much prejudice wherever we go. Father in the name of Jesus Christ that our people cannot get a break in the name of Jesus Christ whether you're rich uh, you're still being looked at whether the way you dress the way you look oh God in the name of Jesus Christ so we're praying this morning that justice will prevail that justice will be prevailed not just in America but when you go to Europe when you go to Asia when you go to China wherever you go God that we are not being judged by the color of our skin in the name of Jesus Christ so we're praying this morning that justice will prevail in the land in the name of Jesus Christ Christ justice father even remove it amongst our own people oh God where we choose to cheat our lighter skin brothers and sisters differently than our darker skin brothers and sisters father erase it oh God remove the hatred oh God all across the board in the name of Jesus Christ and let people oh God father even you father you didn't choose people based on on what they look like You search the heart of man Father help us to remove that hatred Oh God Where we look at skin color When we all have the same blood Running through our veins In the name of Jesus Christ So Father we're asking oh God, oh In the name of Jesus Christ That your will, will be done in the land In the name of Jesus Christ As young boys As young girls As teenagers As adults As seniors As we all come together And begin to rally Oh God God, holding hands one in one, black and white, Chinese, oh God, Asian, whatever race we are, God, to understand, oh God, we have the same organs in our body. We have the same red blood running through our vein. The only thing that is separating us is the color of our skin in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we're praying this morning, oh God, that there will be a renewing of the mind in the name of Jesus Christ, that love will prevail, that peace will prevail, that justice will prevail. In the name of Jesus Christ, Father, do it for your glory and for your honor. There is time for change in the name of Jesus Christ. There is time for change. There is time for a shift. There is time, this is the time, for a divine turnaround. Not just in the the political system. Not just, oh God, in uh, in the police, oh God. Not just in the judicial system, oh God. But every way across the globe. In restaurants, oh God. In corporate America, in the government system, oh God, in the healthcare system, oh God, where we're treated unfairly, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, change the heart of man. Take away the stony heart and give them a heart of flesh. Give them a heart of compassion. Father, you move by compassion, oh God, even the leopard. Father, you did not discriminate. You move by love and you move by compassion, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. So, Father, we're praying today, oh God. That people, that their hearts will be pierced, oh God. That they will see from a different perspective, oh God. That you will remove that spirit of hatred, that spirit of racism, that spirit of murder that lives on the inside of them in the name of Jesus Christ. God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, remove the hatred, remove the racism, oh God. Remove the bitterness, remove it from them in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we're praying the same thing for us oh God as a people as a people as humanity God as humanity as a human being on this earth that we will treat each other with love and respect and with fairness in the name of Jesus Christ Father help us to look beyond what we're seeing with our natural eyes and that there is a person oh God behind that color there's a human being there is somebody oh God that deserve the right the same treatment as their brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus Christ. So Father, we're praying this morning for peace. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding yes. in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Father, we believe your word and we stand on your word. We believe your word and we stand on your word. That greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And Father, you overcame the world and you said we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So we're praying this morning, God, that peace will prevail. Peace, so oh God. You said my peace I give to you. And, Father, we receive your peace this morning. Yes. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. To the glory of God, we say amen and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. Come hallelujah. on, somebody out there, just go ahead and say hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come
1: on, listen. You got to start out the day like that. Some might say, man, that's a, that's a lot of praying for a Friday for a radio show listen come on at the end of the day we promote the gospel first at the end of the day it's always about our father first so we need to start the day off like that sometimes let me say this sometimes it's good to do a prayer because many times we do those patty cake prayers in a rush waking up saying uh, I'm running late for work let me just throw on my pants sometimes ain't even got enough time to take a shower sometimes people just jumping up running out the house and so listen anytime you have a moment I really want you to go before God because this is something that we're supposed to always do. Pray and not cease. You know, you're human. We walk in this humanity, so we're going to get tired sometimes. But we should always be praying. Always be praying. But listen, it's a good day. It's a blessed day. Listen, it's a good day. It's an acceptable day. It's a brand new day. It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood because today is a brighter day. It's Friday, y'all. Listen, I promise it's going to be a good day. In spite of it all, I promise it's going to be a good day. It's hope. I want everybody to believe that it's hope for a better tomorrow. It's hope for a brighter day. And let me tell you something. uh, um, We've been talking about a lot of injustice that's going on in the the land. And and God is allowing these devices and cell phones to prove and expose not just America's heart, but the world at large. Because it's exposing truth to the world. And let me say this. For some insensitive uh, uh, people... Who didn't see this truth for some who who turned a blind eye to it they are forced now to watch it and see it because it's constantly being played in the news one situation after another you you can and it's not just the ones that come out these are the ones that's gaining attention but let me say this it is so much that's going on so listen i want to we're going to go into a place today but i want us to not just remember the uh, uh, um i want us to remember from as far back as we can go even through history you know what I'm saying? Even the Christian martyrs. But let me say this. It's not just uh, uh, um, Freddie Gray. It's not just Eric Garden, It's not just Trayvon Martin. It's not just Ahmaud Arbery. You know, we've been talking about George Floyd. But even uh, uh, another one, I want I want, us, uh, I want us to even speak on this a bit too. But I want you guys to even, and look this up because this is not highly publicized. And this took place about a month or a few weeks before George Floyd's murders. And so let me say this. Her name was Breonna Taylor. I want you guys to even to the, the, the look into that. Because I want people to find a voice for her. I want to see the, see support come for her. And so I thank God for all the good stuff that's taking place where uh, you see people are investing in um, scholarships coming forth and people investing in uh, George Floyd's daughter. Man, that's a beautiful thing. And let me say this. Yeah, because that's awesome. Because the Bible talks about remembering the fatherless. And now there's a daughter who is fatherless. And so, but I thank God that you you see that even through this that even celebrities are taking a chance to step out and speak up against it they're using their platform to push certain agendas good agendas and so i want to start by even saying for every uh uh, church and you know you have a platform you have uh, uh you have a voice and people have given ear to your voice it is your obligation it is your duty it's your duty to create dialogue to talk about this, to openly discuss this. If you are a church and you have yet to talk about this, I'm not even talking about just to the black community. I'm talking about to any race, ethnicity, and culture. If you're not speaking on this, then I would ask why not? I would ask why not because I'm going to say this. Those of you that have a platform and have a voice that carries weight and power that people would move because you say something. Listen, if you're not using your platform to speak on this, then you are are serving as a, a powder puff pastor. Or a powder puff prophet, I'm going to call that person a powder puff Because you only want to speak fluffy pillow, good resting uh, messages that people can lay on a soft pillow And something that's full of comfort And don't want to speak something that's a bit uncomfortable Because you're worried about maybe losing good tie paying members I'm telling you, take the charge, speak up on this matter Don't be a powder puff Don't just try to speak a message that's good just for somebody to lay their head on a pillow I want you to speak about the hard topics So listen I yeah. want to start off like this. It's a good morning. It's a blessed morning. Yes, but I actually want to start off in um. It's a few uh, uh articles we can probably say, but I want to start off with this one, huh? and it's it's a little girl. I want to start her, and she's nine years old, and this is on was on uh today, and I, I'm gonna even give you her Instagram um uh, um title her instagram name because i really want people to check this out but listen we're going to start with this this is hot topics hot topics is where it's the trending topics is what's popular in the land what's going on in the world could be whether it's through usa through uh cnn through twitter uh through google we just try to highlight those things that are are trending in the news and we know what's trending in the news injustice protest, all kind of things but let me say this I, i will and i want to come back to this because i will say this at George Floyd's funeral yesterday, there were a slew, a mass of white folks that were outside in support. Yeah, wow, and so yeah. even before people go too far with their rage, I want you to see, listen, unlike ever before, let me say this, it's like people are seeing, people are seeing the injustice, and when you see like Caucasian brothers and sisters on the side crying, let me tell you, listen, don't say this is just fake, they're just doing this. Uh, listen, there are some people that really care, and so now let me say this. This article is entitled, We, the Kids, Need Answers. That's powerful. Wow. A- a- alone, just the title. At nine years old, Havana Chapman Edwards is already an activist who encourages her peers to speak up and speak out. Listen to this. Train up a child in the way they should go. Boy, I tell you, this is, this is how you want to train your children to speak up and to have a voice, to make their voice heard. So let me read this. The young activist joined the march in Washington, D.C. and shared a poem at the kid lit rally for black lives on June 4th, hosted by best-selling author Kwame Alexander, Jason Reynolds, and Jacqueline Woodson by Havana Chapman Edwards. Havana Chapman Edwards is a nine-year-old U.S. diplomat who first gained national attention in 2018 when she was the only student at her elementary school to participate in the national walkout protesting gun violence. She's a passionate passionate community organizer, philanthropist, public speaker, and humanitarian, as well as an actor and model. She's only nine. When you start this young, you're going to be great. My name is Havana Chapman Edwards, and I am nine years old. My family and I are United States diplomats, and we currently live in Germany. I've lived in six different countries and visited more than 30 countries. So I have first seen firsthand that racism against black people is a global issue. And so this is her, Her, uh, uh, I'm gonna read her poem, but her Instagram name is called The Tiny Diplomat. Wow. The Tiny Diplomat. Listen to this. It says, uh, uh, this was uh, one of her posts on her Instagram page. They kill our dads and then make fun of us for not having one. Aww. When do we go from cute to dangerous? We have the right to be free from violence. We have the right to live. First photo of me and my dad in March 2018. Second photo two days ago in D.C. And so if you can understand, she posted a, a photo of her uh, with her dad. And she posted a photo. And this picture has cops with what looks, what looks like guns or whatever it is. Some kind of, uh, 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 I don't know if it's a rubber bullet gun or something. It's pointed like at, at her dad's face with her on top of his neck. And they're like this close. Look at this. Look at this picture you can go go to the tiny diplomat and she's just there so anyway i want to read this she said my dad and i wrote a poem together that i would like to share with you my ancestors were kings and queens you know what i mean then others sacrificed and died to allow us to have better lives no matter how hard the world tries to leave people like me behind we still rise dreaming to be on top of the world wonderful time to be a girl confident and strong while moving along this is where i belong Think of me when you have the opportunity to vote in your community. Don't try to stop me. I have a dream that you can't see that keeps flying free. I have five questions for you. Why do our teachers read books about enslavement but not enough about black inventors, astronauts, scientists, dancers, pilots, diplomats, and judges? Why do I go to school each year without ever having a teacher who looks like me? When do I go from cute to dangerous? Why do our leaders only talk about black lives matters when it is close to an election? why do i have to live with the fear that my brother and my dad might not make it alone we the kids need answers man i thought that was powerful
2: wow that was awesome yeah it's a it's
1: an adorable little nine-year-old girl and when you start this young speaking out you become great. Yeah. You become great. So I want us to pray for this Savannah Chapman Edwards because, you know, when you start developing a following at nine years old, she has like 6,000 followers. As you grow and you get older and you begin to say things that don't kind of like line up with uh, the public agenda and you start saying things that appear to be a bit out of pocket, you know, people start sometimes looking for you. Yeah. And so we're going to cover her in prayer. Her name is Savannah Chapman Edwards. You guys can look her up. Uh, it's called the, she's called at the tiny diplomat. I think that's It's it. like, the <laughs> to thing that's so cute yeah so yeah so um,
2: yeah, yeah that's cute you know because the funny thing is i was asking i was talking about you know wanting to uh go downtown and do the protest with our daughter Gabrielle is 12 years old um and so she was like yeah i wanted to go to mom and i said really i said um I said with all, you know, even when people break out and begin to do violent thing, you still want to go. I said, what if you got shot or got hit by a rubber bullet or something happened? And and she literally was like, you know, it will be worth it for the cause, Um, you know. And so you see how it is affecting the young children because, you know, they see the injustice. And I think anybody in any race or color that's a human being, how this really hit the core of, you know, just just really um, hit you really in your gut because even just just thinking and talking about him so i can't imagine how many people are really struggling now um and i've heard from a lot of people from elderly people some people can't even watch the news anymore because it's really even affecting their health a lot of people aren't going to sleep at night um you know just this is just like another uh, like they always talk about a virus this is a virus of hatred um, you know that is uh, it's always been in the land and across the globe like this young lady is saying it's, that's just not in America um, you can go to different countries and still you know get discriminated it doesn't yes. matter you know who you are or your money and all that stuff because I, I, I remember stories back then when even I think I remember one time I don't know if it was Oprah Winfrey was some in some country and went into some store and I don't know if they even knew who she was but um you know it was like a purse that cost a lot of money but you could tell even it's just your color your skin that number one is somebody don't know they they may treat you a little different if they know who you are but if they don't know who you are they're going to judge you based on your skin you know and then they're going to discriminate against you um so yesterday even when I was in the grocery store I was um I was checking out at the cashier and literally I just it it didn't even dawn on me and I it just it just goes to show how the word I can't breathe is gonna affect all of us for the rest of our life that you can't even just say that word. But I literally had pulled my mask down because I literally couldn't breathe. And I said to the guy and I was like, I can't breathe. And in that minute, we both like it just hit us. Like wow almost. Broke out yeah. crying at yeah, the, the grocery store Revelation, because yeah. I was like, man, I was literally just saying I couldn't wow. breathe under this mask. Mm. But those words, yeah. it's like it just is so connected yeah. to George Floyd yeah. that my gut and we both look and I was just like, man, I just almost felt like yeah. bawling in that yeah. moment. It's like that's going to live on for a long time yeah you just can't even say that word anymore because
1: do you remember in the in the early 90s everybody might not remember this but there was um this was when a video camcorder it was a camcorder this was before like you saw all these cell phones and so uh um there was a gentleman by the name of Rodney King you remember Rodney King and uh, and how he was beat yeah like uh, like a dog by them uh uh cops and Mm so after it was over and, and those guys got off. You know, he was on the news and they interviewed him. And he just said this one phrase. He just said, can't we all just get along? Yeah. And that phrase, just like I can't breathe, that, that became like that w- went went a long way yeah that, I mean you heard that all the time you were it in comedy skits you were hearing hearing in everything and even still even with that sometimes people would even make make things like that in the jest a man that was seriously beat up and you can see on comedy skits where, where people would still be like I'm uh, making jokes concerning can't we all just get along but it stemmed from a black man who was beat like like a like a I mean, dogs, some dogs aren't even uh, uh, handled the way this man was handled. Yeah. And so uh, he said, Can, can't we all just get along? And that was a statement that resonated for a long time. If we say that to this day, people from our generation, they don't know where that comes from. Can't we all just get along? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, certain phrases and comments, they just – a lifetime yeah. so when you hear this I can't breathe let me tell you every time you say that now it's like honestly even when I, I was um, uh, thinking about a song when I was putting on some songs and um, you know you are the air I breathe and it's like man yeah. it's, even playing a song like that my mind is going to man yeah. uh, George wow. Floyd saying yeah. how I can't breathe yeah. and so it's like even when you say that and I was saying uh, I was going to Home Depot or some place with Jay the other day, and we had our mask on. It was like 90 degrees. And I said, Oh, I said, Oh my goodness, I literally can't breathe right now. And even when I said it, I thought about uh, the whole situation. I'm like, Wow, man, you can't even say that phrase without thinking about George Floyd.
2: But you think about it, whenever you hear any comment of racism, it literally snatches your breath in that moment because you almost like it's almost like you stop breathe in for a second when you hear somebody call you the n word yeah. or 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 do something injustice at the workplace and wherever you are think about it you you literally stop in, in that moment you you grasp for yeah. air yeah. because that thing does something to you yeah. and yeah. that's when the rage and the anchor anger begin to display because you yeah. can't even believe you know that you're being treated and then to see we're in 2020 and these things are still happening. And then my heart goes out to you know how many people the system is so messed up. How many people and that's why people gotta understand, even when people it's it's so hard, how does the judicial system really operate even not just from this, but even as a whole? It's almost you know, it's funny I just thought about this. You know, remember back in the days, they weren't judges in the land, they were prophets and the people yeah. started they wanted to have a king and God, and that's when the whole system got switched because yeah, it yeah. used to be prophets. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like now you need prophets in the land because yeah. the truth be told is mm. a lot of people just like how they could falsely accuse, they could plan stuff and they could plan evidence that's physically yeah, there. Yeah, but you need a seer, a prophet, or a man of God or a woman of God that can see beyond behind what you know. Remember yeah. the story in the Bible with the two women that were fighting over the, the baby, yeah, and they were, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. my god. Mm-hmm. And she was lying and saying, No, that was my baby, she yeah. killed her baby, and all that stuff. Yeah. And it took the wisdom, yeah, the
1: wisdom that's where that wisdom it yeah, took yeah, the come wisdom on.
2: of Solomon to discern yeah. right from wrong. Wrong. Yeah, and if on. it had not, he could have given the wrong baby to the wrong yeah, person, yeah. you see what I'm saying? So now it's like we need prophets in the land because you, you gotta you gotta realize people are wicked. They see, will conspire, on. they will put stuff together, stuff that will make you as a person mm. believe is true. Yeah. So now when we look back at so many cases out there how many people are behind bars yeah. that is, it's not even true? Yeah. Like the people with the right money and the right power. Yeah. They can set you up. They can set you, you up. You know, yeah, I've been can. set up. I mean. Yeah. They can set you up Come and on. make you That's look like That's why I thank God for, God
1: for how now with DNA evidence where, it, and the thing is, there are men that are riding in jail because of a lie because of one thing that somebody said and and even with alibis i mean it's story after story i don't even have to name one i can name three right now but just to name just to name it it's been story after story and listen all it takes and it's been taking like that like you mentioned i'm sorry like you mentioned on monday about that lawyer that took it upon himself to find justice for a dead boy yeah he took it upon himself because this wasn't doing nothing for his pockets but the story moved him so much that he took on justice for a dead boy who couldn't speak for himself and he came up with overwhelming evidence to put the uh, parents behind bars and so let me say this sometimes there are innocent people dying like the little dead boy that was abused but they're dying in prison a new form of slavery dying in prison and some many are innocent Yeah. and and even many have some uh, offenses that they don't get the same level of, of prison time that even some of their uh, um, Caucasian counterparts will and listen if you don't want to hear that and believe that go do your own survey and studying and this is what treatment the, yeah, yeah yeah but and so and then my point that I want to make is that is that you'll see this uh 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 uh, I was talking about those in prison, but you'll see the ones that are rotten in prison. All it takes is one lawyer, one person to say, listen, man, I'm going to just looking at this just to see. And this is what's been happening. But they need more help. So you've been seeing more people looking into uh, uh, where there's some, been some guys that still been in prison for 25 years saying, man, listen, I'm innocent. I'm not taking a plea deal because I'm not doing it. There's some guys who say I'm not taking a plea deal. I'm innocent. I'm not I'm not going to take a plea. So guess what? They're serving Full sentences And guess what There's been people Going back now, with DNA evidence and with things on the scene, they can go back and check. And now it's proving a lot of these guys. It's not by 1, 5, 10, 15, 20. If you start really looking, they're not always talking about this. But if you if you study and look into this stuff and research this stuff, you'll see that people are getting free because of DNA evidence. Because even when lies expose and can put you behind bars, that DNA is all the proof that's needed. Yeah. So many of these guys are getting free. But it takes somebody who's willing to say, listen, because there are some lawyers who can care less. It's just about the money. It was a a, a a Caucasian cop that came out and told truth. And how many others would tell the truth? He came out and said, I'm not gonna lie, early in my career, I just wanted to win," he said. And even when I knew there was somebody that was uh innocent or whatever, he would do whatever was wow. to be done, even yeah. plant uh, yeah. uh, evidence, just so he can go behind bars because he wanted a spotless record.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: And so, and, mm. and even still, and it's uh, and you can see certain stories where there was some recounters where some of them came together and they've apologized to some of the people they placed in. But see, we don't always talk about that. You gotta do searching. This this is what I'm saying. And too um as I. To the world at large But I'm going to focus on the land that I live in To America at large Quote unquote land of the free And home of the brave You know I Star Spangled Banner With you know four verses Or if you will four stanzas And we only sing the first stanza But we don't even talk about it So if I'm being honest with you just like I was saying there, that there are many that are dead or in the prison, and as and, and and nobody's fighting for them. But it takes you to do research to see these stories that are going on because everything doesn't make public news. Everything's not because everything won't be is not for quote unquote for public consumption because everybody doesn't want to share the truth. Yeah, Just like me- much of our history, let me say this, a lot of people get angry with this, a lot of our history is twisted and contorted and everything is not told to us and this is just the truth and until we really study and do things on our own, we won't know it's like we talk about uh, uh, um, land of the free and home of the brave and we talk about the national anthem and I don't know for whatever reason I'm on this, I'm off script so don't mind me this is no notes or nothing but this yeah, is just off the script so these are the things that affect me We call our land the land of the free and the home of the brave. And every time in the stands, if you understand the national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner, I always hear, and this is this one, I want Caucasian folks to understand this, because many times in the name of allegiance and in the name of loyalty to our American flag and salute the the American flag, we don't even know. We just have, so many of us have so much loyalty to certain things that when somebody takes a knee that understands the history of the American flag and understands the history of what's going on, many people get upset nobody even drew Brees, who i love as a quarterback was saying something it's it's uh, you know there should be a, a stand no one should 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 uh, um, do uh anything against our flag and not nail that's out of respect that's that's wrong and i want to say listen as much as i love drew Brees as a quarterback but i'm listening Last stop let me say this when people say this why are you why are you bowing bowing it's a disgrace and it's a dishonor to not let me tell you for why some many of us did not get our true history and understanding everything, and it took as we got older. Colin Kaepernick, let me tell you what happened. Without telling you what happened, you got to look, and look be beneath the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the silver lining. You got to look and see what wasn't done. Colin Kaepernick, the, the fact that he was an older black man or pushing 30 years old, and then he finally took a knee, and, and because he was uh, pledging with the allegiance all this time, all these years in college, in high school, but he came and got the revelation of understanding what the truth of it is and so you got to realize listen first of all and I, i'm just off script so i'm gonna go with this for a second because i got to do nah, this things this to my heart yeah so anyway so to understand this why he took a knee you got to understand all these years he's like i never knew the truth and the truth is you have many of caucasians of america that don't really know and if pe- black folks really did understand yes many would understand it too we only sing the first stanza of the national anthem, the Star-Spangled Banner. There are four paragraphs, four stanzas. In the third paragraph, if you know what it says, you would really be like, oh, I I don't even want to associate with that. And so, yes, we have allegiance to our country, but when you understand that. And so the thing is this, that Star-Spangled Banner, we didn't even adopt that until our national anthem, until 117 years after it was even written. Wow. And so, you know, this was a time, if you understand this, in 1812, you know, the War of 1812, black folks was fighting for for uh, the British for their own freedom. And then uh two years later in um in the war the battle against Fort McHenry, that's 1814. That's when Francis Scott Key, that's when he wrote this thing. But to understand what the third stanza is talking about, it, to, first of all, you gotta even know who Francis Scott Key is. And so I'm going like this, I know I'm off screen. Nah, go ahead. I go do ahead prophet, somebody the, need but, to hear this. But the truth is when people don't understand and I I'm tired of hearing people say, you know, uh black folks are 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 so disrespectful to our great America, to, a, to America who's always been great. America has never been great. It's never been great. Maybe to some of you, it's been great, but America has not been great for my people. And so, let me say this: is that if you understand that that the blacks was fighting for the British just uh, for their own freedom, and then Francis Scott Key he writes this song. And for those that don't even know who Francis Scott Key is, Francis Scott Key he was a district attorney in Washington D.C. This man was uh he was against uh, uh, the abolitionists or anything with slavery because he was from a lineage of slave plantation owners, and so he owned slaves and so slaves. And so, let me say this: so he. Constantly fought against like uh, uh, anything or speaking out against, for black folks in favor for them. He was constantly against that. So he wrote in the third stanza uh, and showed how much he he detested black folks. In the third part of that stanza of that anthem, he puts in there, you know, uh, 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 you got to read it for yourself. Look it up. But... He puts in there the meaning of it and how the black folks you really thought you was gonna get away from being slaves. Wow, you know what I mean your filthy, <laughs> uh, the uh, the filthy stench. And I'm paraphrasing, the filthy stench of your blood and your foul blood and all this. And he begins to go on that. And then at the end of that stanza, he said, uh, um, "A land of the free, home of the brave." Is mm. it isn't really land of the free, home of the brave? Mm. And then it's like for black folks that are aware and informed, it makes you say, "What's really real? What's really the deal?" Then you got somebody like Thomas Jefferson, who we say we know that he he uh, he would. Off, go on record saying that you know he was trying to um bring bring uh, freedom for black folks but at the same time this is somebody who inherited from his own dad he inherited from his dad Peter Jefferson inherited from his dad you inherit the way you would inherit like stocks and bonds or inherit uh, cars he inherited 40 slaves from his dad wow and then from his wow. father-in-law John mm. Wells he inherited mm. 135 more mm. so he had like 175 slaves through his lifetime he had 600 slaves so what's really the truth so and, and it's like you can say he was standing for equality and and, you know it's like these are things that we don't always talk about but we just run with what we've been told and as youth in school all we are told is a certain thing and until you do your own due diligence you might not really know and so these things affect me so what i'm saying is many times you got to begin to go and do your own research you got to begin to go and do your own uh You got to begin to go and do your own studying. And so, you know, we all know how uh, Thomas Jefferson said, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and that all are endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights. And that is uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Everybody knows that's Thomas Jefferson, the pursuit of happiness and, and created equal. But was that really the truth? and so when you understand your history you say is this really the truth how are you gonna say all this and take stands for this but you really you, you know what i'm saying you still uh just a plantation owner you know what i'm saying and so my thing is like when you are informed, mm-hmm. what happens is the minute that you you kind of respond differently, if you know the truth, if, if listen, God forbid, let me just say this. If my wife sits next to me as much as I love her, if she's sitting next to me right now and, and she's got a hit out of my life and I found the documents and contract that she got a hit out that they're, that they're trying to get rid of me, I'm not going to see her the same way.
2: Amen. Say that
1: I'm not going <laughs> to see her the same way. So listen, it's like it. listen, sometimes I, it's like it, I can look at this all through through history. Many times you see people that so have so much allegiance to America and to the flag and don't understand what it was for us. And so yes, and, and it so, again, and Brother so Brother what Hall. it was for us. So then you have people like the Confederate flag and it's like people are so they have so much allegiance to things that they don't even understand what it meant for black people. You got uh, you got some people who are just ignorant and then you got some straight up people that are racist and say, "Yeah, I'm proudly I drive around with the Confederate flag." on General Lee, Confederate flag, my Southern pride, Southern pride. Mm. That's all it is, Southern pride, man. You don't understand, for some of y'all are just ignorant to the fact and don't know, so I'm going to tell you this. What appears to be Southern pride to some of you is very racist for somebody like me, and so the thing is, it's like until you understand and many times you you see a lot of uh, um, old military men or Caucasian older uh, 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 military guys, and they're so Full of allegiance to America, which let me tell you this: we all have certain allegiance and loyalty. But the truth is, when you understand, it's like when you understand during all that time about the about the Harlem Hellfighters that didn't get no kind of honor and recognition, and and many of them would come back after fighting, and certain pl- things were won because of them. And it's like they don't get no uh, no uh, no recognition. People like Harlem Hellfighters, like Henry Johnson, and people like that. It's like it's like they get recognized when they're long gone. And it's like my God It's like does people see this And the thing is the truth be told I can say all this I can show you documented things In history and all this And I ain't talking about just Google Some things in books and things But my point is this Is that even with all of that even with all of that, is that still enough to change somebody's heart? Because truth be told, people want to be the way they are. So I keep trying to let people know. Listen, understand anybody, and guess what? Colin Kaepernick. Let me and now let me go to scripture for people that think that I'm just too in my flesh right now. Listen, the uh, the Bible says, uh, uh, um, the Bible says, uh, uh, once it's and I'm gonna paraphrase this. Once you know something is good and you yeah, don't do it, to yes, you it's sin. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. So it, it's like, and that's James four seventeen. So let me say this. To him For, that knoweth to, know to do good, good. and doeth it him. If not, yeah. to him it is sin. And it's like in uh, uh, it's James four seventeen. I don't yeah. know why I just got. I would I would normally, but in my rap days, I would have called that lyric lock. When <laughs> while I was freestyling, <laughs> and I would have made a big boo boo. I was literally like, I know and that's this just, scripture. That's just yeah. scripture. Yeah. One, one of your So my point is that's this: is if I'm liking into what I'm saying, my point is simply this: is that you have an obligation to do something, and and shame on you if is if. You know something, and then you don't do it. And so the Bible says to us, especially as believers, to him that know if to do good and do if not, to him it is sin. And so you're accountable for what you know. So when history comes to you and and you understand it's like you gotta make somebody you gotta do your best you can't make everybody see it but doggone it you gotta try you gotta try so my job is to bring awareness to people because many times even my young brothers and sisters and some of my old brothers and sisters have no idea and we even when i was a kid let me tell you something um i was uh, pledging to the allegiance and i'm not telling you not to or to i'm just i'm making you aware the decision is yours but what i'm saying is that to understand and if you see somebody that's informed history and during that time what it was is and then you would say well this wasn't even our anthem and this anthem was given to us 117 years after francis scott key wrote it after he wrote it and and let me tell you he stood for everything like he in matter of fact if you look he went on quote saying that uh that that we the uh the blacks the african americans we are inferior race he went on quote you can pull up his quote put up racist quote you can pull it up and he went on on record saying that that's how much he detested uh, uh black people so he was against anything he, he always uh, uh came against anything about freedom for slaves because he didn't see us as equal and so how in the world did this song that was not our anthem how did it become our anthem 117 years later mm-hmm. you got to ask yourself the question the people that instituted that uh, um, uh, 117 years later you got to say this Listen, you guys see this anthem, but yet y'all many times, let me say this. Many Mm. times people know that you're not going to do your due diligence. And so guess what? As a child, I didn't do my due diligence because I did not know better. I just ate what they gave me. Wow. And many times we eat what they give them and still be at allegiance. Rah, rah. I stand for this. And the truth of the matter is you need to do your due diligence and study into some things. When It's like, you know. When you're exposed to something, now you know. And let me say this. I'm going to keep going to scripture so people don't think I'm just going to hate thing. Listen, Deuteronomy 29, 29 says this, is that um, the secret things belong to the Lord, our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. Let me say this. So you look at Moses during that time. The secret thing was the commandments that God wrote with his finger. And then God gave the commandments to Moses. Moses then turns around and gives it to the people. And now guess what? They now know it. Forever, even though they were a wishy washy people, a yo yo people kept going back and forth, but it was given from God to Moses, Moses to humanity. Now, let me say this once it's given to you, and once it says those things which are revealed, that means there's some things that's not revealed, but I'm gonna liken it to what I'm talking about. I'm gonna make it just for this. So basically, there are some things that are not revealed, but when Moses received the commandments, he then told it to the people and gave it to the people, and now they carry it on for generations and generations to come because we still have it now. There are certain things that's not revealed to us, even in history there's certain things that we got to do our due diligence and when we get the answer now we have it and now our children should have it forever so we need to be passing down truth to our children now let me go on record by saying this: I love everybody. You know, I, I, let me tell you, I don't have a hate bone in my body. You know, God brought me from a mighty long way from my teenage years uh, to 20s, and, and He brought me a long way. I love everybody, albeit the truth has to be said. The truth has to be said, and too many times I'm so I can't. I, I don't. I, I'm careful with what words I put in the atmosphere, so I don't want to say I'm sick of this, but. I grow weary of powder puff pastors and preachers and prophets that have a platform but will not speak on matters like this. You got a platform, but you're so worried about saying the wrong thing that you don't want to upset
2: a certain member for them leaving. Because of money and ties. And I think that's not, not just in the church, but all over. There are people in and corporate And I know I went on No, no, no. That was good, prophet. you know, because I was listening to you, and I said the truth is a lot of times they don't want us to know the truth. And I'm so glad you were shedding light on that um, because, you know, even what um, Kaepernick did, it was like, you know, for him to be kicked out of the NFL, yeah. lose money and all that stuff, it goes to show a lot of times, you know, I love people like that that's willing, like you can't buy me with money, you can't yeah. bribe me, because a lot of times we compromise as a people, because again, you know, we worried about losing the job, we are worried yeah. about losing the yeah. money, all these things, even when we're in a certain circle a company mm-hmm. of people, and I think somebody sent a post about that gospel singer who had to speak up about it, and he was like, even some of his white counterpart didn't want him to speak up about it, was like, almost like, um, uh, you know, just, you know, it was almost like they were saying to him, just, just be silent. on And he was like, how can I be silent yeah. when these people, the people that what happened to George Ford looks like me, you yeah, know? Come on, so come how on. can I not say anything? Yeah. Right. And so I remember this time, even in, um, you know, sometimes back in corporate America, you know, um, I was approached, you know, by my white bosses and wanted me to get rid of a, a black employee. And I kept saying, mm, I, you know, yeah. and I kept saying, well, what did they do wrong? Like, you know, and and I can, you know, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do that. I said, yeah. consciously, I cannot do something yeah. like that. It was one thing if they did something to deserve, like we all make mistakes, but to me, they didn't Absolutely. do nothing that crazy to get rid of them right and so I was like in my own consciousness and they were like the person just don't like the person and all Mm, I could see mm. was this person was really dark-skinned and you know may have not fit the bill or the criteria (laughs) to be in the company you you know what I'm saying but then on the other end it it get flipped because then here Mm. we go we bribe and we use another person to set me up so it's so crazy like how these things happen you know but for me I gotta I gotta answer to God and yeah. I can't have a conscience like mm. that to get rid of. and I always told you that one of my issues with beauty and everything but even now to think about the skin color and race I, yeah. I told you Absolutely. when I came to America I, remember, I yeah. struggled with mm-hmm. that because yeah. here everything is about what you look like who you are there's Image. everything it was yeah. about your external it was no one you know no one did like Jesus Christ did he searched the heart of man and so I really struggled with that in high school i struggled with that uh, for a journey of my life growing up because Mm. i saw how people um treated people you know and even how people would use and we go back to slavery how they they would use the word of god and manipulate it again because again when we don't read and we don't have a true understanding of it they can even use scripture to make you hate god and yeah. to use it as a form of, you know, slavery and, and yeah. still keep you yeah. in bondage. Mm-hmm. But it's manipulation. It's the same thing with yeah. the flag you're talking about. A lot of times they don't, you know, they don't want us to know the truth. They don't want you to know because it's this thing. I don't know if it's a it's a, a race thing or it's just something with humanity yeah. where people mm-hmm. always wanna feel like they're higher power or they're yeah. over a particular That's person good. or they, mm-hmm. they can suppress another that group of people. Complex. Yeah, that, that superiority mm-hmm. complex so they know never want you to know the truth they never want you know so they don't want to know want us black people to know that we did some great stuff and we we are we have the ability to do all these things because the more they can keep you suppressed they can keep you pushed down they can keep keep you in control as i guess that they want to do but you know Will there ever be a day and a time, where, where all this is out the window and you know we're all treated fairly and kind? I don't know. We going to have to wait to Jesus Christ's return, probably on that one.
1: Come on, it's like and, and so because
2: evil present. Yeah. You know, it's always good and evil. Yes,
1: it is, and it's gonna always be. It's uh, always present. is. Yeah. Just like you're gonna always. And I'm gonna make a little light-hearted comment to throw a little bit of this <laughs> just like there's gonna always be a need for nail salons and barber shops. Let me tell you something. Yeah, you're not gonna get rid rid of evil. You're not. Yeah. You're yeah. not, you can bring awareness, but you're not going to get rid of evil. You're
2: not, not till Jesus Christ come back. You know, the until he yeah. come, return, we're going to be struggling. We're going to have, you know, but the thing is, you know, we, we're we're still we're fighting. We're standing up, and we're we're, we're pushing through. We're fighting. We're not yeah. sitting back and just you know being abused yeah. and, and just come taking on. that whipping anymore. Now we're fighting back, and so yeah. it's that's a beautiful thing yeah. when you can stand. Because I always say back in the days, I said, God, you know the time and season you have everybody born in this earth because yeah. I, I don't think I would have made it.
1: Yeah. yeah, babe, come on now. <laughs> Listen, let me tell <laughs> you, I, I would have been. I'm a, a let me tell you, I, I, I would have made it if, <laughs> if <laughs> I lived in
2: that time. But I'm taking somebody out, but I go. Man,
1: listen, listen. Yeah, that was before I had had, had Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that might have happened. But listen, I really believe if I lived in that time, I would have been the example that was made. They would have, they would have killed me because there's no way that. And and the thing is, many times you're forced to deal with it because you might have children. You you yeah. gotta, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But listen, listen, man. Oh wow. my goodness, if yeah. you get me wow. in this vein, this makes me want to go back. I can talk about the buck breaking that we don't talk about even in slavery times. People, talk we don't about talk about that this. Yeah. Uh, it, it, this, the show goes in a different direction. Like nah, this. but it's, it's like, okay because people need to know. It's the mentality that's been handed down, and we don't realize we're not that free. We're not that long ago mm. from being free because we're still not that free. Come on, now you see the LGBTQ community are coming into their so-called rights way faster than <laughs> black, like, uh, people. Uh, black people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are you kidding me? And so let me say this: that it's is like, true, it, right? Let, let me say this, and they're likening it to us, uh, like the civil rights movement of the blacks. It's not the same. It's not and not the now let same. me say this. Let me say this, Uh, many times and we're forced to uh, to break in public settings in the marketplace and in the workplace and so let me say this many times even when you want to say things I told you like when my boss was like oh he's a drug dealer and saying that about me and, and many times you know there's been times that I can lose my job real quick and, wow. and I did and I would step up and say something that needs to be said and I did do that yeah. but this particular time you know now I got a, a apartment I got a little truck now and I'm like listen I can't afford to step back and say something to my boss because I need to be able to pay my rent that and crazy? so I'm forced to take some things and so and my, my thing is this is that many times throughout history I mean in, even in modern history but even if you are at in slavery times we were forced to take things because guess what you can have a family it could be slaves a, a man with a family he could be a big strong man that no master would have wanted to see on a one on one fair fight mm. but many times what would happen is they would uh, uh, make the strongest man an example and see the, the world doesn't talk about this there was something called buck breaking they would take the strongest black man that was in the, in the in, uh, of the slaves and then the master would come Lay them across a log pull his pants down, have, have his own black brothers or black people hold him down while the master would rape him in front of the people. Jesus. And so it was a test to say, listen, we did this to your strongest man. This is what will happen. And many times that man would lose his dignity, felt castrated and emasculated mentally. Mentally. So the men as slaves, the, the the masters would come and they would sleep with their wives and there was nothing they could do about it. Nothing they can do about it. They had to take it for the sake of protection for their own children, for protection of their wife they would have to take it and many times you were forced to yeah you're gonna just take it you're gonna just take it and Mm -hmm. deal with it yeah and see we don't talk about this when you understand your history yes it's a danger because you can be enraged with few of hatred yeah to know that yeah even with today but the truth is there is a lot of this that's trickled down you know i'm saying you will see many times those that will be working in the house they were favored or you will see many of the of the of the women that would be in the house and so they would many times sleep with them women, and the women would allow it, and then some of them women would get pregnant. And so then what happens, the complex of the light-skinned, brown-skinned, yeah. dark-skinned girl, then, then, then the ones that were the slaves that were working in the field, when they would see the, the daughters of a, of a black woman, but it would see the daughters of the master with the black woman, they would be a lighter skin, a fairer tone, and then it would cause anger and hatred for that child who would be in the house while they were out there and and that thing people don't realize this that everything trickles down that thing is still had an effect even down to now because you know why we're not that free mm. and so it's like you can still see in the day's time you can see somebody can see you and, and say uh say oh you're this oh you're this and so my thing is, we don't understand that there was a buck breaking going on. And not to understand that, did you know this? The way they do with dogs, the way people love dogs, there were breeding farms and they would go by genetics. If it was a strong woman, even if it was a mother and it was a strong son that was like 19, they would blindfold them and make the boy or the mother sleep with each other to breed a baby. And the boy would sometimes get his own mother pregnant because that's what they would do. Mm. And so you wonder why sometimes it spans down when you, you got to know your history, but but at the same time, it's some pain with that. Yeah, it's a lot pain. of pain. And so for a long time, when my brother was studying black studies in Howard University, it was a lot of pain with it. When I started studying like the black studies, a lot of pain and rage yeah. and anger. So yeah. every time I went outside, I was like, man, I'm not afraid of you. Yeah. I'm not afraid of you. And guess what? I would walk in environments where it was like 15, 20, and I would look at all of them straight in the eye. And I realized, but it was a bunch of rage and anger. Yeah. And God had to put good Uh, uh, Caucasian people around me and he did when I was in the government that let me see you know what everybody's not the same and that took me for a different journey and I began to get around uh, the culture of those that were in contemporary Christian music uh, CCM culture and I was like you know what there's some good there's some good white brothers and sisters and now i've been around them so i see that so my heart is now like listen i i, I say listen they're not all they're not all bad i'm telling you just like all black folks ain't bad yeah you, you gotta yeah. know that's what I'm, I'm saying even to see all the white folks that were in support for um for george floyd yeah, listen, that
2: was beautiful man i
1: don't want us even as a people because many times in our rage and anger i told you misaligned anger turns into rage misaligned anger that turns into rage makes us say stupid stuff sometimes or do stupid things And many times i hear somebody say whatever they on the outside because it's going to benefit them something it's going to benefit the only time they do something for black folks is when it benefits them let me say this there are some good ones out there y'all don't don't hold all the racism against every uh white person that you see man come on you're christians listen they're going to know that we're christians by our love so even with everything i'm saying that is truth you guys got to know that everybody's not the same. We don't want everybody judging us the same. This is what's been happening to us. The injustice everybody's looking at me to say, same, I'm George Floyd. I'm, I'm Eric Garner. I'm Freddie Gray. I'm Trayvon Martin. Yes. I'm that person. Yes. If I got a hood on, listen, they ain't going to care. Yes. It's like people don't care, but listen, we got to still, at the end of the day, show a better way. They still got to see that we're Christians. Now, we're going to take a stand for this justice. That's why we're going to bring awareness to it. You know, I want you guys, I'm going to say it again. Look up the story of Breonna Taylor. She was an EMT, and she was shot eight times in her own home with there's no search warrant. Where they came in, and and uh and and her husband or boyfriend was laying uh, next to her or whatever. He jumped up thinking that it's an intruder, so he shot one of the cops, and and they shot her eight times you know the eight That's times crazy. and he, he ended up getting off uh, uh thank god that he got off but this is what I'm saying it's like when somebody jumps and breaks into your home somebody breaks into my home right now at 2 a.m I'm gonna think it's intruder I'm gonna try it's to like, yeah. try, I'm gonna to try to I don't want to say hurt so somebody say you a pastor no uh, somebody comes in my house at 2 a.m I'm going to let's say this neutralize the word that you the, the word that, that cops like you we're gonna neutralize the situation you know what I mean I'm
2: in defense yeah in defense mode protect. yeah, yeah. And I'm at going all costs all. I'm gonna Protect you got mine. small kids, call yeah. babies, and yeah. you're just going to sit back and let somebody kill your yeah. family and not do anything about it? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. It's not wisdom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah, listen. This is the truth. And so, even when you was talking, um, talking, baby, you were talking. It, it just sounded like uh, when you were saying, you know, it's going to ever change. It sounds like hope. So I'm gonna take the moment since we off script again. You know how we, hey, This is this <laughs> how the flow is. Listen, yeah, hey, we, we, we ain't on, on. Yeah, holy ghost, holy ain't on, ghost. Oh Yeah, so listen, it's, it's nine twelve. I'm gonna just make this moment the scripture today. It's the scripture Isaiah forty thirty, based off of what you was even saying. I wanna, I wanna say this forty thirty one. is like. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And so listen, I want everybody to begin to hope, hope in the Lord, and the Lord is going to renew our strength. So it doesn't matter what's going on. We're going to run, and we're not going to get weary. And it's so, so easy to get weary while running and running this race and sometimes as a people as Christians as a body and, and in this season as a community or the minority community because it's, it's a lot of the minority communities go through so we got to be able to run this race and not get re- weary there's another scripture that um, I talk about Jeremiah 29 11, and we know that that's for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you a hope and a future I want you to rest assured knowing that God is going to give you a, a plans of hope and a future yes. but we always talk about that but let me tell you there's a verse before that that talks about how but you're going to be in 70 years worth of captivity. Wow. And we don't always talk yeah. about that. Yeah. But this is what Jeremiah the prophet had told the people. And the people, you know, they didn't necessarily want to hear that. Yeah. And the Lord had told told him, he told him a hard thing. And told him, man, present yourself before these kings. Go send these, uh, send, uh, uh, uh he told him to create yokes. And he would send them out to the kings. And he told them, put a yoke around you. And this is going to symbolize uh, what's going to happen for my people. And so basically, he went before the king. And so, and he was a prophet, a true prophet of, of the Lord. The most relatable prophet in the bible because the most uh uh, for him his life shows his humanity he was a broken man a broken man he was a young man who didn't believe in himself he's like I'm just a child nobody's gonna hear me you know he's uh, uh, the prophet that wept. you can kind of see our lives are being relatable to Jeremiah the prophet and so and so then there was another prophet Hananiah and so uh, Jeremiah had said what the Lord said. And so it was a hard thing. He said the hard thing to a king that, and you know, he didn't want to hear it. Uh, let me plug this in a uh, uh, shameless plug. <laughs> I know, I know he's gonna it's plug it in. Plug. I felt you if in If you're spirit. next to a king, plug it in. a president, you better plug be, it you better be the, the pastor, prophet, preacher, whatever, to say what the Lord is saying. The Lord had told Jeremiah, if you study chapter 25 through 29, you'll hear that the Lord said to Jeremiah, he said, listen, go tell the king, everything I told you, do not diminish one word that I tell you. Mm many times the Lord knows he can give us a, a true message but sometimes the message might be a sting and we might want to uh, uh, powder puff it a little bit let me put a little bit of makeup on that God I'm put a little bit of uh, uh, um, powder on my face and put a little bit of powder on it because I want it to be fluffy and soft enough that the king or the president or anybody in, in command can handle this word and so the Lord told him don't diminish what I tell you and so basically he told him that the children of Israel would go into captivity but then there was another Hananiah the prophet that said what the people wanted and so you got people that wrestle what is god saying in this time so hananiah said no this will happen this will happen uh we will break the yoke off uh, uh off uh, 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 the king of babylon we're gonna break the yoke off and it's gonna be like this and then he broke the yoke off uh off of jeremiah to prove this is what god is saying and within two years this is going to happen jeremiah simply sits back knowing that i'm a true prophet of god he simply simply sat back and like selah amen I wish it would have be so. And then God spoke to him, and said, listen, this Hanani is going to die because he spoke what the Lord is not saying. And woe unto the person that speaks what the Lord is not saying. And we were talking about that last night in prophetic class. But listen, so when you get close to a king, you can't tell them what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? It's like God allows men and women who are supposedly to be the voice of the Lord to get next to a king, to get next to a prince, to get next to close to a nation, to get next to a president, to speak what the lord is saying to, to speak the prophet is to speak what the lord is saying to the king not in your fear speak what's profitable for you or easy for them to handle you have to speak what the lord is saying and so let me say this we aren't to hate anybody in office we aren't to hate our president but by golly you know let me say this i said by golly i know that's like 1960s but listen <laughs> my god but listen somebody got to speak something truth in his ears there are so-called pastors and preachers that are around the president somebody has to tell him listen you can't say that Uh, You can see the hand of the Lord, what the Lord would want to do, but somebody has to speak truth. Somebody got to speak some truth.
2: Say it again, prophet.
1: And let me go off the record on the record and say, I love everybody. Yeah. I love everybody. Yeah. But the truth sometimes is hard to digest. Yeah. Don't try to dissect it. Many times we're gonna try to dissect. You do all the dissecting you want. Go look up your history. I'm gonna yeah. go back to that. Matter of fact, I, I just feel the need to just start going Martin Luther King on people. I'm gonna just start. To, I mean, That's I don't know. I, I might you just should. make. Yeah. I'm gonna just start pulling out just yeah. uh, quoting Martin Luther King quotes and just certain things. It's like it's we have to see. A different way. Listen, so I want you guys to be encouraged. Be encouraged. Listen, it's uh, it's about nine seventeen on Friday, and d- let me say something. This morning is flying by. Maybe my big mouth must really be running today, cause I'm like, <laughs> it's nine seventeen. It feel like it's eight thirty five. Now I've been talking that much. My goodness. Listen, uh, babe. Uh, are we gonna go ahead and do um King the Business Spotlight? That's where we highlight our brothers and sisters in the kingdom. We're from the kingdom, so what better way than uh, showing our representation of the kingdom by supporting those who are in the kingdom with us. That means we are brothers and sisters. Always say this, we're sent from the kingdom here in the earth realm. And guess what? We are to locate our brothers and sisters in the kingdom. So it's a good day, and we're going to focus and highlight some of our brothers and sisters, and you can take it away, babe. Kingdom Business
2: Spotlight. Today we have on the spotlight list is Divine Dishes. Paula John is the CEO and head chef and she specializes in home cooked meals ranging from Caribbean and Southern soul food to smoothie fruit arrangements. Her services are available for weekly meal planning and catering events. You can contact her at Divine Dishes by sispauler at gmail.com. Ordained touches and the present future academy. Monica Johnson is the director and CEO of these businesses. If you are in need of curls, makeup or for special events, custom wigs, or even getting your bundles, you can also visit her to get child care. She has child care services from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. You can contact her directly to book your appointments and to tour her school. Her email address is the T H E present future, the number 19 at yahoo.com. Compass cuisine. Chinese Compass is the head chef who creates tasteful meals. She specializes in authentic Caribbean and American cuisine. She's available for all of your catering needs for birthday parties, reception, repasts, office parties, and more. Contact her directly for more details and follow her business on Instagram at Compass Cuisine. You can also email her at Compass Cuisine, the number three at gmail.com. Losi Lashes by Losi Beauty. Lomina B is the CEO and founder of this beauty brand. If you are in need of quality strip mink lashes, then Losi Lashes are what you need. The durability is up to 25 times. Follow this brand on Instagram at Losey Lashes or on Facebook at Losey Lashes by Losi Beauty and place your order online at www.loseybeauty.com. You can also email her at Beauty brand at gmail.com. And I believe Losey Beauty uh, has uh, something going on where she's trying to sell. Yeah. Is it 100 lashes profit or 200? I can't recall. Well, it's a,
1: it's a high number. But what we're going to do is we want to make sure she sells she out. goal. Yeah, that she sells, sells out. Sells
2: out before. Yeah.
1: She has a, a, a goal to get to by uh, July the 7th, I want to believe. Yes. Yeah.
2: let's help losi lashes go out there and hit www.losibeauty.com get your orders in and let's support her on this uh kingdom business www.iconic7.com facebook twitter and instagram shop iconic seven she's located at stony point fashion park mall richmond virginia jessica rogers is the ceo and founder of this business we're encouraging you to go out to her website at www iconic7.com you can get your uh, accessories your shoes and your garments and trust me you won't find them too many places regina gamble owner of lavender faces she's an independent makeup artist you can hit her up at lavender faces by gina on instagram at facebook at lavender faces you can also email her at book at gmail.com and she did all of our leaders' face this weekend for a photo shoot. So we're so excited about that. Detox, detox. I'm sitting here this morning and I'm drinking that wonderful detox tea, detox to life. Go out there, purchase your detox tea. I call it my deliverance team, Pastor Marika White, and also Dietrich White, and also Paula John they actually sell these teas and vitamins and if you're trying to lose some weight or if you just need your system cleaned out trust me when i say this thing works for real www.forevermariahfoundation.org the forever mariah foundation at the forever mariah foundation we believe that hope is an integral part of a patient ability to be physically healthy raising a sick child impacts the whole family at the forever mariah foundation We are dedicated to providing hope and healing to the family as a whole through our unique and uplifting program. Please donate to this nonprofit organization. This young couple experienced the loss of a child at an early age, and so in return, in in memory of their young daughter, the Forever Mariah Foundation, give back to sick children in the hospital that are dealing with cancer and different illnesses. ManagesHouse.com, www.manageshouse.com. ManagesHouse.com. Aaron Rogers is the CEO and founder of this business. If you are a church, whether small or large, and you're looking for somewhere, you're tired of those old spreadsheets, Excel, and whatever other database that you're using that can be complicated at the end of the year, ManagesHouse is what you need. With this database system, you can store not only your giving, your tithes, your offering, you can also maintain a database of all your members and your visitors. And at the end of the year, with a click of a button, guess what? You can print out your statements that easy go to www.manageshouse.com and profit. you want to mention the books and the classes from cc cutchinson and pastor ricardo Will and do. our own books
1: Alrighty, so here we go let's start with uh cecilia cutchins first time author uh wrote her first book and it is actually a christian devotional and this book spans uh and archives it chronicles the last 11 years of her life and each situation, each story was a, a situation where she viewed it from her perspective, but God always had a different perspective and it's called his vantage point. And so she believed a way, a certain way for certain her situations, but God was speaking a word in the situation she was going through. So this book is a, practical, a good practical read, but yet it's spiritually impactful. And basically it's saying that every day there's a message from the Lord. You got to look for it, wait for it, listen and hear it. So that's Cecilia Cushions. That's Golden Nuggets. There's a book by Dr. Ricardo Baldwin, and that is Leadership in the Age of Narcissism, God's Blueprint for Christian Leaders. If you know anything about me, I'm big on leadership, and so let me say this: this is a well-written book, and this is let me tell you, this is a great mind, and I I really don't take the time to really talk about, but he is a a great mind, man. He's an intellectual brother. He's an intellectual man of God. He's a pastor and he's a doctor, Doctor Ricardo Baldwin. And let me tell you something: you want to read this if you're a pastor and you want good leadership, you got to be able to teach it, and what better way than to have a blueprint and the best way is God's blueprint for Christian leadership and so let me say this if you're a pastor if you're an aspiring minister and you want to be working in leadership you need to be taught good leadership sometimes you can carry something that's called innate leadership but then there's something called learned and so it's certain things that you can learn and once you learn it now you can pour it out and give it out to, to other people and so I, I've always say this Deuteronomy 29 29 I was saying that earlier the secret things belong to the Lord our God but those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever if you've been given good leadership guess what now that belongs to you forever it's a part of you it's engraving you and engraving your spirit now you can pass that on to somebody else and train up somebody to be a great leader so listen leadership in the age of narcissism god's blueprint for christian leaders listen my wife and i in about a month um, this book will be out uh, about a month and a half uh, till death do us part one love two hearts listen this book is all about god's love it's about god's unwavering love it's about our journey in this walk called uh, uh marriage and and christian living and even before marriage how Christians should live, even being in a uh, relationship, and so this is going to be a good book. You want to check this out. It's going to talk about uh, um, about arguments, uh, uh, humility, saving marriage. It's going to talk about stepchildren. It's going to talk about how to handle certain things, how to handle each other, how to honor each other. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's actually going to serve as a manual as well. And I believe this is going to bless many. Listen, I also say this. Uh, we started off. This was week one module two prophetic module, module two, two on yesterday. man we had a good time it was a great class and um we have module one going on on mondays at seven o'clock and so i'll say this you have up until this coming monday to register for module one of the prophetic class the top school of the prophets we also have shamar school of prophetic intercession it's a shamar nation group on facebook page but then there's an actual school for uh, um uh, uh, the prophetic intercession and how to be taught how to pray and that there's levels of prayer and there's strategic warfare and certain things that you need to know and understand and even we talk about different things that you will encounter and so it's going to deal with deliverance and all kind of things of what to pray or what things to pray against It's it's something that everybody needs because the body should be prayers prayer warriors and so listen look out for those books look out for the classes and listen i want to say that uh, uh this is kingdom business spotlight this is where we highlight kingdom businesses and listen it's a uh, 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 minister lamina was mentioning that she is trying to reach her goal by the Ju- july 7th because it is her birthday it's her yeah, birthday so she want to reach her goal so her, listen we, we want you all to to, to to, to sell out We want you all to Blow her up
2: Blow her mind yes.
1: And we believe God's going to do it And I, I truly believe that And so listen This is Kingdom Business Spotlight This is where we Highlight Kingdom and Business remember, Supporters
2: And Please go out there And buy Say that slashes. one more time www.losiebeauty.com Go out there Y'all support her
1: Yes So listen That was Kingdom Business Spotlight And listen I'm praying that you guys Support 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 Support, yeah so listen it's been a good day already great day you know
2: what prophet i thought about because you've been doing a lot of i feel like you've been doing a lot of education and and just um you know speaking a lot of truth and and that's what i love about you let me just say i love you so much you you're you're awesome I I, i really do i appreciate you and just you're such a i mean just you always give the truth and that's what i like about you 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 speak the truth doesn't matter who wow it is. she said she
1: liked that about me because let me say let me i, I gotta get no no you. it's i'm about to say something real quick you know because you you many people say i, I love them we, we're instructed to love but for somebody to say i like you that's that's a good thing yeah I, you know it's a good thing so my wife likes me everybody somebody she likes me Terrible. and that's a. That,
2: that's terrible. <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't know if you're coming from a different angle with that. Listen, don't know, no, no,
1: listen, no, no, it's not a bad thing. I'm saying listen, a lot of times say no, I love them because God has requiring me to love love that person. But for somebody say you like it, my wife says she likes me.
2: I like that about you, I say.
1: Yes, I know. I, I know him. you love me, but I'm just saying it's, it's a good thing when a spouse can say they like their spouse because a lot of people say I love my spouse. But some is like they can't stand them, but they say I'm required by God to love my spouse before your spouse to say I actually like you, too. I think that's a, that's a, a beautiful thing it's just me i know you don't get it you don't got to get it but i'm gonna say because it it. it's my voice but no hey i was
2: saying i like that about you yet you're always speaking the truth you know i'm not talking about just our affection I'm talking about i know i know you know about you. you know
1: i gotta yeah i, I gotta always spend something you so, always you know, gotta spend something you know. something yeah, it, it, it on air it. or what oh, yeah i got to, you need to spend how, what was i doing how i do it what was that <laughs> <laughs> one time when to hear what you just how do i do it <laughs>
2: <laughs> what in <the> world? crazy <laughs> y'all we just crazy, crazy in love over here. Uh, but no, I was saying that I like that about you, that you're always speaking the truth, and it's not, you know, you're not biased. It doesn't, feel yeah. like, you're always looking for truth. It doesn't matter if it's yeah, me or anybody, absolutely. and I feel like we should all live that because a lot of times we'll co-sign with somebody. We'll pick up with our family, our friends, even when we know they're wrong, and wrong is wrong. It doesn't matter your color, your race, whatever. If you're doing something wrong, it's just, it's just wrong, you know, yeah. and I've never been that person that, like, you know, even with family or different p- people, I'm not gonna sit there and say you're right when you're wrong you know yeah, a lot of times we won't speak up because we got sometimes we talk about allegiance sometimes we got allegiance mm-hmm. to our family yeah, that's good allegiance yeah. to different people so best we were that best friend church I churches mm-hmm. company corporation all that stuff we have allegiance to people so we won't tell yeah, the truth absolutely. and so we see how some of this stuff is a spin-off in a lot of our family a lot of our areas yeah. of life but i yeah. wanted to say if we were to be honest if we talk you know sometime i think when we're educating like you said we love all people and we love our our white brothers our asian our you know correct. you know i'm from jamaica we we love everyone but because this is uh, defining has always been um seem to be a lot the strongest between the white and the black race how how do you how do we um let the, our, our brothers and sisters you know that are caucasian we love them but kind of let them understand, like kind of how we feel and what we go through, um, even to the ones question. that don't, you know, the ones that aren't racist, but they really don't, they don't get it. But yeah. you know, because sometimes I always say, get in somebody else's shoes, get in mm-hmm. my life, get in my space to see how I feel, and and pay and can we bring an awareness now that they can see and pay more attention and not just let it go over their head and and nix it off like, oh, be you know, deal with it. Uh, no, we shouldn't have to deal with it. Cause if Absolutely. you put yourself in our shoes, you know, cause you could think I don't know if this ever happened to you. I remember times at work and the different in treatment that would have happened. I remember this young girl she was Caucasian and every time you would walk past her in the hallways like you would think you had a disease like she would mm. they would you mm. know and then it was My a God. certain department they literally hardly they wouldn't speak to you you know but you see them speaking to their white counterparts. but you walk past they wouldn't even say hi to mm. you mm. i mean it, it it was so disrespectful and you had to deal with it Stories. but if it was the other way around yeah how you would have been reprimanded and possibly lost your job. Yeah. But they they allowed certain people in positions entitled um, to feel like they have that entitlement that they can talk to you anyway, they can yeah. handle you anyway, and they don't have to speak to you. And I, me and my coworkers used to all the time, what if they drop down right now? I mean, and we the only one here. I guess they would like kill me. You would die because you wouldn't want somebody to bring you back to life. But it almost felt like that. So put yourself, like how do we tell people that's out there that of Caucasian, like when you see these things, like when you don't, yeah. you know, when you expect us to speak to you or open the door for you and the same, is not reciprocated. How yeah. do we feel as, you know, your coworker, your fellow believers in church or all these different things, how can we bring awareness so they can really understand like what we go through and the hurt behind yeah, it? Absolutely. You know? I-,
1: I believe, honestly, this is just my honest opinion. And, um, and, 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 and the
2: discrimination, and don't forget, like, you know, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off, but no, I no, just could no, just good. bring the, that awareness to uh, um, the bosses and different things like, you know, the um, the salary or the way somebody have to go through so much to get yeah. promoted yeah. and the raises and, and the injustice and the discrimination. And a lot of times we see it and yeah. we know it. And I feel like as a um, as our Caucasian brothers and sisters, I feel like you should set up, step up and say something. Yeah. It yeah. right is right and wrong is wrong. Yeah. You know, you gotta you gotta help break that barrier too. If you yeah. wanna do something and help in this process to to annihilate the unfairness between the two races, yeah. you have to spe- step yeah. up. You have to speak up. And, and so, you 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 know what I'm saying if you see a brother say, you know what, he really deserved a promotion, he's the one yeah. who really did the work be bold enough to say that yeah and,
1: and so I want to address the uh, what you were saying in the beginning about how do you have the hard conversation so let me say this to anybody that's in of any other ethnicity and race that's online I, I'm and that's actually tuning in to hear what we have to say I, I I'm grateful that you're listening I want to say this to answer that question I'm gonna go back and start with this just so because when I begin to talk about history or I I true history for us as a people, it can look like I'm just uh, an enraged black man, and I, I'm not enraged, but I hate injustice, and I, I hate it with a passion, and it's something that it, ha- it I handle it differently than a lot of people because of what I directly went through. This is truth. Now, when it ta- comes to talking about how to tell those, especially uh, Caucasian brothers and sisters, let me start by saying this first. I grew up in a family where my mother always told us to read she always gave me a book i hated it when i was young she always gave me a book always i mean to the teenage years so when i was on my own in my 20s every time i showed up she always sent me out the house with a book i mean even i mean like i'm 40 43 now and my mother was still if i go there give me a book read this book this is a good book you want to check out so she instilled that in me and so now let me say this is that my mother uh, even though she instilled education in me my mother loves everybody my mother to understand, my mother didn't have a racist bone in her body. She would say, "Listen, I want every one of my children, all five of them. I want somebody to marry, each one marry another ethnicity." Ethnicity, because I just want to. I, I, she wanted fifty-two grandkids. Did she always had this this dream of hers? That definitely wasn't going, or true, going to be a prophetic word. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, that ain't happening. She was like, I. I she used to say, I know you're going to give me ten. And I was like, mm, oh whoa, <laughs> maybe adopted <it>, so <laughs> But um, listen, and I love the children. But um, but anyway, but she loved all nationalities. Yeah. So I grew up learning love, how to love everybody. It's the things that I saw when I went through my journey. But now, let me address your question. I want to say this so people can know. I'm not coming from a place of rage and anger. When you ask the question, "How do you allow them to see and hear?" it deal, It starts with this: the other ethnicity. Uh, why do I keep doing this? Ethnicities okay. and races. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm big on this kind of thing, but yeah, why is are. it that um, that? Uh, how do you make them hear? It starts with their willingness. Mm. The willingness to hear truth without offense. Because the minute anybody that's of my community, the minute that we go to say, you can say it articulated and you can speak so eloquently and speak in a in a soft tone that's conducive for their uh, 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 for their conducive for their feelings of safety. You can speak in that kind of manner. And guess what? They still many times won't want to hear because you're speaking things. I would say it starts with the willingness to hear someone's truth. And if you can do that, that's the first phase. Then too, I would say this, for all the history that we've learned in school, many of the other cultures have to understand we have not gotten our true history. We have not gotten the true, truth. I was go off to say all of y'all that really are so gung-ho on this whole uh, confederate flag and the uh, national anthem, and I'm not telling you to not, because guess what, if I'm uh, running in the Olympics, I'm like, man, this is my home country, I'm representing America. Yeah. But at the same time, when you understand, you got to understand why some people are angry at this. Do your own due diligence. Go study the the war, the war, um, people that served in war that couldn't even fight, uh, uh, black folks when they was trying to get in military and couldn't go study them guys where they will only be good enough to like uh, uh do labor works on the ships and different things and then go look at some of these guys that never got mentioned even look up the Harlem uh, Hellfighters and people like that look up Henry Johnson different people like that go begin to do a deeper study deeper study of, of why just uh, punching something you can go look anywhere and just say why blacks are upset about the anthem just look up something anything i don't know uh, you know what i'm saying uh, maybe i'll look up something to tell you a link to look at or whatever i don't know but what i'm saying is it starts with the willingness to want to hear truth and uh, understand where the pain comes from this is some things that we live every day and the thing is it deals with this you can't get offended if somebody tells you truth let me say this Uh, this is what everybody needs to understand their culture and, and I don't make it my own to just study my own culture. You know what I'm saying? I study the cultures of, uh, of other people. I want to understand these, this is just me. This is my nature to want to understand. I want to understand, uh, the different things I would study the aborigines of, uh, of uh, Australia, Australia and all this. It's just different things that I would want to know growing up. It was just, I was always an inquisitive kid. So things I wanted to know. And so as I got older, I began to do deeper studies. And so I would say, you should want to know your truth. And I would say this, I was making a, a comment about with, with you, God forbid th- if this was you, but let me say this. If somebody has been giving you, uh, uh, let's see oatmeal all these years and you've been eating it, but then somebody comes and tell you, man, um, you know, um, they, they've been putting, uh, uh um, poison in your oatmeal. And it's like you wondering why you you're sick and wondering why sometimes you're lightheaded and wondering you've been feeling lightheaded for the last five years and you eat oatmeal every morning, right? But it's like sometimes just let me eat my oatmeal. I don't wanna I don't want to look into the research. I don't want to uh, do my due diligence and see if this person is putting poison in my oatmeal. You know what I mean? So you keep eating it sometimes. Mm. Sometimes you gotta go see who's feeding you the oatmeal. Wow. Sometimes you gotta go see who's wow. maybe lacing the good oatmeal or some of the oatmeal that's true to eat that yeah I can eat this part there's some mm. there's some healthy part here wow. but there's something that's missing there's something that's being added to it and taken away speaking of adding and taking away I believe the truth be told if this is supposed to truly be the land of freedom the home of the brave I don't care how long the anthem has been in effect which has only been since 1931 not, not that long it hasn't even been 100 years I believe there should either be some addendums or modifications made to the anthem or perhaps just obliterate the whole third stanza mm. or obliterate it and give something new because it wasn't it, would, it ain't even 100 years old so my thing is this but people would get upset if i said that people would get upset if somebody say get rid of the national anthem or at least even if somebody would say uh, obliterate the third stanza wow. y'all quick to want to turn and turn the pages and and delete some things in the bible trying to create bible and take out certain passages but you won't take out certain things and you got you got the um the founding so-called forefathers writing the declaration of independence telling that all men are created equal but when we look <laughs> he was given 40 slaves by his uh, his father mm. and then was given 135 mm. by his father-in-law. That's your inheritance. That's what he inherited. He inherited slaves, man. And we just like, man, can I get, can I, can I inherit a biscuit? Can I inherit anything? Can I get anything? And so what I'm saying is that this is, in, in one place you're saying this, and so it's like you see sometimes you see people try to go run for office or do different things to try to bring a black face just for the sake of the uh, of the of the black vote. And so he, I look at these kind of things. So I would say this, know your truth. Be willing, I would say all cultures, be willing to sit down. Like let me tell you this, I can sit down and dialogue with with a uh, with, uh, um, Caucasian person and I want to hear what they got to say mm-hmm. because I'll definitely have an answer. I definitely have to. And guess what? The only way you're going to be able to uh, 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 come let us reason together. The only way you're going to get some things out is being willing to sit down with some people. And some people have to be informed and learn. But guess what? People are already going to be offended by certain messages of truth. And when you go to speak it, man, that's going to be offensive. So this is why I say the first thing that another culture needs to have is the willingness to hear somebody's truth and the willingness to hear if their truth is actually the real truth. And the thing is, if you have that willingness without getting offended, then perhaps, you know, it's hopeful for us.
2: Yeah. It reminds me of that uh, thing you read yesterday about that gentleman um, who wrote that. Um, I don't know what he did on YouTube, but we put it on the link out there. Um, but I would say also to our, you know, our white counterpartners, um, get to know people, you know, don't just judge people. Um based on the media and you know like you said like there's you know every black person ain't bad every black person ain't selling drugs every black person ain't trying to kill or rape or do crazy stuff just like every white person ain't trying to do the same thing because the truth be told absolutely it's happening on both race you got rapists you got drug dealers you got killers you got the same thing and so we just you know somebody Mm -hmm. did a, a, a photoshop the other day about like a a mass murderer who's white mm-hmm. how they get pulled away in handcuffs yep. and and you know straight jacket is yeah, so it. nice and then you see a black person who did one little crime and it's like my god mm-hmm. the the difference you can yeah. see the difference even in the prison system how they get treated different you know from Absolutely. the from the big shots down to you know when you see the stuff even you know Martha Martha Stewart when she got when she got yeah. in trouble yeah. and it's like she in prison in luxury it, i mean it, not, not just
1: Martha Stewart <laughs> let's talk about Robert Downey Jr.
2: <laughs> who had a, you know what I'm saying? I know how oh, we
1: going in this. So, you know, listen, let's just say this, but they can get their jobs back like nothing.
2: Like nothing, back on air. Man. Robert Downey Jr.
1: comes out and man, he gets on the biggest shows. And then you have Wesley Snipes going for tax evasion. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then you can't even like buy a job. Oh my God. I'm like, it's like, it's, it's, and people say, it, you gotta be able to be truthful and look at some of these things. When you see these situations, look at how this happens. Yeah. Look at how it plays out. It always plays out a little bit differently for the black person. And so now let me say this, I, I'm not, I don't take a stand if somebody is in their rage and, and even if it's a black person that does something wrong, they're killing, they're doing something wrong, they rape somebody, man, throw the book at that Bama. Yeah. And for of those course. that don't understand Bama, yeah. that's the DC thing that came out of me. Bama, <laughs> Bama simply means uh, that joke or whatever you want to call that Bama. Throw them in, throw them in. Uh. And so what I'm saying is that this ain't a thing. It's like, and, and many times when you hear people start talking uh, pro-black history and talking about it, you just automatically associate it with rage and hatred. But that's not the place I'm coming from. It's I stand for justice and truth. If it's a, a, a black man that's uh, doing wrong, that's that's hurting and killing somebody, then then he needs justice on him. Yeah. If it's a white one, he needs justice as well. But I, all I'm saying is, when the two crimes are the same, how come you can do? Don't take my word for it. Um, do your own, uh, um, do your own uh, uh, researching and see the statistics on it. The same crimes, you can see that the black one will serve way more
2: time. But think. Yeah, I just thought about even scripture prophet. You know, just just think about and thought um, talk about even with Moses when he killed the Egyptian and he got angry and you could see even he a man of God that God used. Display, display, display! some earth, That's he good. saw his people being oppressed, he saw them being beat and whipped, and he lost yeah.
1: it. Moses had, a, uh, he, I, Moses had an anger problem anyway. He come off the mountain, <laughs> <laughs> the man come off the mountain after hearing from God, he was re- with the Lord, because as soon as he see what's going on the thing that God wrote, he said and just threw it. Yeah. Threw the, uh, and then after that, he was so angry, he hits the rock more than but, one time. But,
2: but think about where it stemmed from, even, you know, this man from a baby, you know, his life was spared. Yeah, absolutely um raised in you know and god knows at what age we don't know the whole you know story we know the gist of the story but i'm pretty sure he was putting two and two together like i don't really look like y'all wow i don't really you know something is off here i gotta you know extra stuff gotta be done to me for me to look like y'all like He was searching for truth. I'm sure he was, you know, as you growing up as a kid, you looking around, you, you trying to see if I act like my parent, you see your other sibling supposed to be your brother (laughs) he look more like your dad or your mom and you like something ain't right just something is off so you you trying to put two and two together so can you imagine all that time all the rage and all the anger we don't know of course that he was treated differently yeah I'm pretty sure that he saw that you know his brother was gonna be the next heir to the throne like all these different things like you don't know what the how that anger yeah, was being on. instilled and built wow. up in him. Mm-hmm. And then he again saw all the servants around or all these different people and probably know, man, why do I look more like them? Yeah. But they treat them so horrible. Mm-hmm. You know, you that that's not the first time he saw them being mistreated. Yeah, that absolutely. was built up anger. Built he up. was seeing so, it after so you're a while. You're saying right there. So listen, yeah.
1: so when it's when it's your people and the anger begins to get built up after a while, it's easy to respond. Yeah. It's easy to, re- easy to respond. You can or respond in rage. period. Yes, and somebody has sent a, a text um, uh, um and saying that, you know, to to inspire them and encourage them to visit the African American Museum. If you're in D.C., please go check that out. That's just, it, it's, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful exhibit. And I, I use that term real gently when I say wonderful because there's nothing wonderful about what you see. But I think it's a wonderful museum, a museum of remembrance for what took place with our people. I think that's something that people should check out. If you're in Washington, D.C., check out the yeah. African American Museum yeah. because you, you, just, you see just a little bit. It's you, just a little you, bit. You
2: just see a little bit because uh, here's what happened uh, uh, a Caucasian young boy. Uh, gets in trouble he gets caught with cocaine he gets caught with a gun he gets caught maybe sleeping or raping a young girl whatever happened right and so he gets a you know he gets a nice lawyer he gets somebody to come in and defend him and a pat on his shoulder like he's just going through a phase he's gonna get over this and by the next year mm. he's now back as a director and a vice president of a mm. corporation mm. a young black man make the same mistake Gone, gone behind bars. Ain't no chance. Ain't no see, he, he gets so shut down now that he can't even get a regular job. Mm-hmm. He has to now take a little, you know, uh, working at a truck stop, whatever it is. He can never really get an official job. So, you got to see the difference of what happened when these things do. And this is reality, yeah. y'all. I, we're paying, we're, we're trying to get you to understand that. These are factual things that are happening. The injustice and the discrimination and the double standard. The book is thrown at one and the other one is being sympathy. uh, It's okay. You're just going through a phase. It's going to be okay. You know, uh, you go on you go on colleges and a a bunch of white guys do the same thing as a as a black counterpart. And you will see the stuff that will happen you know we get big time lawyers coming to protect them and defend them but let it be a young black man that make the same mistake and then the books is being thrown at him he's kicked out of school and then here come the cycle Is keep going over and over again because a matter of fact half of them and that's why we got to make it and we we can't we got to pray and make it to get into college uh based on you know our athleticism and our ability because you know what we are in school system i remember when my son went to college and he said mom i was not they, they didn't prepare me for college when he saw how his white counterparts, you know they were responding to question and we had to push him and encourage him because guess what? Same thing in our school system, in different areas. We're not given the same opportunity. We're not given the same yeah. treatment. We're not given these things, you mm-hmm. know, I, it's 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 unfair, yeah. but it's the truth.
1: Yeah, And so the and thing so is, we
2: can't advance because we're at a disadvantage.
1: Yeah, and this is what I want to say, because you have many uh, of the, uh, I mean, I can go back in with history with this, but let me liken this. There have been many times, I, I'll say it with sports, there's been many times where the stigma was that black people for a long time, black uh, men couldn't be quarterbacks because they couldn't understand the playbook. They, wow. they said that, that was something. To white. And then anytime, let me say this, God has equipped his people with gifts. And if you notice anything about uh, our people is that anything that if they're given a chance to do something, they will excel. And so they would say that they couldn't be a good quarterback because you would have to know the plays, memorize all the plays and know the playbook and know how to make the audibles and calls. And anybody that that was of, of an ethnicity or a black man, when you would see that a black men would start becoming quarterbacks, they would strive and they would do well. They would do well. And same thing. If you saw in tennis, you see some sports where you don't see a lot of African Americans because it's so easy for an African American to pick up a football. You can pick up a football and a basketball and go play with guys. You don't need equipment. And so the sports that we didn't always get in was like hockey and tennis and golf because it, it requires more money golf clubs about nice golf clubs and all that stuff costs and when you was a kid and your parents wasn't putting you in them things but let me say this you see when blacks get into golf they excel when arthur ash you can go way back in the 80s you see like arthur ash in tennis you now once the, uh, uh, they get involved anything that you give them that you give them a chance or you give them the resources to be able to do it we can do anything that anybody else can do Anything. And I'm not even saying that we're better. I'm just saying that, yeah, that we can do anything, Sabrina, but my, sometimes yeah. we don't get the same. We don't get the same thing. And we're looked at, even when you look at military, they believe that the black men were not, uh, not uh, intelligent enough to be able to fight in military. When blacks was trying to get into military, mm-hmm. and so let me say this, but every time given an opportunity, we can rise to the occasion, yeah, because it's embedded in us yeah. to rise to the occasion.
2: Even even in Christian down, you know, you come think on. about the Susie uh, Street revival, how even William oh, Seymour, my. even in then he had Ooh. to push through um uh, racism. Yeah, he couldn't even come inside to hear Bible study. He had to sit outside. Sit at outside the at the steps to learn about the Lord. So you and he was trying to hear how, about the Lord. Yeah,
1: and and so then you would have a group of so-called I mean, Kristen, like... Uh, uh, soon-to-be ministers and ministers and preachers they would all be in one room they would be in one room all uh, the white gentlemen would be in one room William Seymour a black man who wanted to serve serve the Lord with his whole heart he wasn't even allowed in the room mm. and it was on the outside of the room but you know the amazing thing is that God took the man on the outside of the room and used him to spark the revival and great healings and things took place and used a a, a, a black man and so th- that's amazing to me
2: that's why we you know as leaders and we'll go back to we're doing a whole bunch corporate America were doing um, even in the church. And I'll, you know, just speak this to the church, even when Jesus um, chose his disciple, even when Judas betrayed Jesus and they had to choose another disciple, this was all Holy spirit led stuff. So when we mm. bring in people into it, this is about the kingdom of God. Again, when we bring people into our ministry or we we give people a title guess we're not hirelings, and so we are we are called we're chosen by god they prayed about these decisions they were holy ghost led it wasn't go on you got a degree and you part of this organization or you this color look if god is speaking and saying whether this man or woman, whatever their background, whatever, if the Lord, the Holy yeah. Ghost, we should be operating different in the kingdom mm-hmm. of God. But guess what? We're not doing that. Yeah. We're, we're we're hiring people because we, what are you after? Are you really after winning souls or are you trying My to God. build your own kingdom? My God. And so we got to be so careful that we are being mm-hmm. led by the spirit of yeah. the living God, mm-hmm. because how does, you know, it's a script, we talk about this, that that scripture we were talking about, a good shepherd and we yeah. were talking, I don't forgot what scripture and I thought you was going to hit and preach on it, but I know you will come back to it one day. We were talking about that, but when God, when, as a shepherd, a good shepherd, yeah. he doesn't leave his flock.
1: Mm, come on. He doesn't
2: leave it for another opportunity. These are your, mm. this is what God has given to you. Jesus Christ said, I pray that I will not lose not one that the father has yes, given on, to me. Come on. He was serious about his assignment. Nobody could pay him, he would not trade. So he wouldn't be jumping ship and going Mm. for opportunities. And Mm. we got to understand that the kingdom is about soul. It's about not losing that what the father has given to you and each one of us. God has given us sheep. He has given us. He said, you know, he has given sheep to the shepherd and it's our job to protect the sheep. You don't leave your babies to go after something else. Yeah. Come on now. That's good. We know our, a good shepherd know the, they know their sheep. Yeah. Yeah. They know them. Yeah. you know and so we can't become hirelings and just be putting people out there or or got people on platforms yeah. or inviting them into our church Come on. Um, the motive got to be kingdom motive the yeah. motive got to be about soul the motive got to be about changing people's life I'm not bringing you in because I want you to bring in the money no yeah. I want souls to be saved yeah. and so we got to work on those things even in in kingdom you yeah. know
1: absolutely I just
2: had to throw that in there because no, we're not we're not hirelings
1: no, we're not not hireling say that we're, one more we're time. not hireling nope it's it's time to speak what god is saying it's time we to speak got a good shepherd is saying, just like man. the lord said to jeremiah listen go speak to the king and do not diminish yes no, don't change one word don't that change I'm saying. one word the lord is saying speak in this hour to speak in this time and so yes. listen, listen it's um it is uh it's it's 955 and it's been a good day babe
2: it's been a great day, y'all. It's been a beautiful day. Remembering George, man. Yeah, remember George. George. you will forever be remembered. Yes. Forever and, be And we're we going to breathe. We gonna breathe. We Let gonna me breathe say this,
1: and I want to highlight. Even Kanye West has donated two million dollars into, uh, into, George Floyd and uh, even and. for his daughter, but not just her, but even uh, Breonna Taylor as well. It's all a part of that to cover cost of uh, attorneys' fees and different things that they might struggle to do. And so it's a blessing that somebody's doing that, and I pray that people get, begin to follow suit. And I want to highlight. Uh, um, I want to highlight um, Reverend Scott Hogan, who is um, North Central University, where the funeral was on yesterday. I forgot to do that. To highlight him because he is a Christian university where the homegoing service was on yesterday, and uh, he set out the charge and the challenge that all universities should open up a George Floyd scholarship fund. Yeah, and that's what he's doing. and I thought I want to highlight it's a Christian university. Yeah, and so I want to highlight this. This is a, a white uh, president of the of the college, and so listen, it's been rough. It's been a rough few weeks. Yeah, it's been a rough few weeks. And listen, my prayer is that God begins to take our pain away. And listen in the midst of it all, God is still with us. He's going to take this pain away. I want y'all to believe and know he's going to take the pain away. So listen, before we close, we're going to close on this note and we're going to go before the Lord and just say, Father God, thank you for all you do. Father, our prayer is that you remove all the anger, that you take the pain away. It's been a lot that we've had to ponder on there's been a lot of perplexing moments, a lot of situations that we've been witnessing firsthand in the news, in media, on Facebook, on Google, on CNN, in USA Today. God, we're seeing bad news daily. And Father, many of us are enraged and don't know how to place our anger. We can have righteous indignation, but God, teach us where to place our anger. Father, your love is loving all, Father. Your love covers a multitude of sins. Father, your love covers a multitude of sins, God. Father, and your word also says you don't even take pleasure in the death of the wicked, but you would rather them turn from their wicked way and follow you. So, Father, my prayer is that even the wicked will begin to feel conviction. Even those who have been desensitized to even the struggle of our people, let them begin to see. And God, I believe that in this time, that even some of the eyes of people who are desensitized and insensitive to what we go through, I believe that, God, there are some whose eyes are being opened, that some are becoming aware, that some people are seeing firsthand if they've never saw it before. I believe that this situation, they're seeing. Father, let the George Floyds of the world, the Breonna Tellers, the Eric Gardners, the Freddie Grays, the Trayvon Martins, God, let them never be forgotten. But, Father, let us make statements, not through looting, but, God, the right way. God, we thank you that in the midst of the anger, in the midst of the pain, Father, I thank you that you're going to take it away. And Father, for any of us that is dealing with misplaced anger that has turned rage, God, I ask that you forgive us for rage and doing things that may be causing hurt and pain to someone else. So Father, remember us through it all. God, we love you. And we give your name the praise. We give your name the glory and the honor for you alone are worthy. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. So, we bless you. I come against the spirit of retaliation, ambushment, backlash, and counterattack. And I call your people blessed. So, Father, we bless you because today is a blessed day. Today is a holy day. It's an acceptable day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, listen, guys. You know what time it is. It's been a good day. It's been a great day. It's been a blessed day. Yeah. It's been an acceptable day. It's the day in God's neighborhood. So, guess what? That makes what? It's a brighter day. It's a brighter day. Listen, if yesterday was a bit dark and gloomy, know that today, God is thinking of you, truly. Listen, yesterday is gone and passed away, but today is a new and brighter day. I am Prophet Jay. Prophet is me, y'all. And this is Brighter Days in the Morning. Listen, I'm just one half of the Brighter Day Morning crew all by myself. I'm not good flying solo, but I really, really, really tend to think, we make a dynamic Douce. duo. Listen, we like two peas in a pod, <laughs> not twins. More <laughs> like twins. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Douce. You just messed me up. <laughs> we can <could> get something sweet, <laughs> but it got some substance in the mix. Listen, <laughs> that, that means you got to chew on what you heard and what you learned. And everything we speak, is always Christ's perspective, and it's applied with the word. So listen, it's our voice to provoke and inspire, but more, more importantly, to cause an awakening in you. That's our greatest desire. That awakening brings hope. It brings life. And when we speak, we're simply speaking. Keys to life. The keys to life. Listen, this is Inspiration360radio.com. Home of inspiration, motivation, Motivation and and transformation. transformation. This bam over here is trying to make me laugh.
2: (laughs) 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 Trying to make me laugh. Hey. Listen. You got to laugh out there, y'all. Shake off all that heaviness and all that weight, man. It's going to be a brighter day. Yes it is Yeah Happy
1: Friday We love y'all Happy
2: Friday It's a brighter day Let's go Yay From our family to yours Team Team Jesus All the the way way. God bless y'all We love y'all Peace